Welcome everybody to another episode of Be Fearless Podcast and today I bring you an amazing guest. Now before I introduce her, you guys, I have to let you know that if you're watching live, make sure that you let me know where you're from, where you're watching this uh, podcast from, where you're listening from, if this is on a replay. Also, don't forget that if you're on Facebook, you can definitely go and give us some stars if you like this episode. And don't forget to subscribe to the audio version in every, pretty much every platform out there. Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, iTunes, iHeartRadio, you know, just let us know your feedback. And if you have any requests on a topic, also let us know in the chat. Now, today's guest, she's amazing. She's the founder of Asparo Holistic, where women benefit from one-on-one coaching through, a me- through the Menstrual Suffering Finisher Program, transformational talks, online programs, and in-person experiences to shift individuals and groups out of menstrual suffering. If you're a woman, you know what I'm talking about. She applies her decades dedicated to easy driven system hacks to end painful periods and volatile PMS, which resulted in the substance-free and risk-free fierce gentleness system. I'm wondering, I can't wait to ask her about that. She works, her works, I'm sorry, her works prove that and those of us dealing with menstrual pain diagnosis, PMS, can access enjoyable periods and empowering regular regular cycles. In 2021, she developed and began testing testing the fierce gentleness system and pivoted to running her business full time in June of 2022. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome the one and only. Christine Marie, and I'm not going to butcher your last name. I forgot to ask you how you pronounce your last name. Quigless. Quigless. Quigless, yeah. That Q just freaks everybody out. I was like, "Ah, I forgot. (laughs) Quigless. Welcome, welcome. Uh, Thank you for your time. Thank you for being here. I can't wait to do I mean, dig into um, everything that you do and everything that you are about. The audience might be wondering, who is this woman? Who is this amazing, fierce woman? She needs to let us know. Where where are you right now? So I am in a town called Freiburg. It's called Freiburg in Breisgau. And it is in the southwest corner of Germany. And so I can actually see Switzerland from one side of my house. And I can see France from the other side. It's <laughs> oh my god! I, can we switch places like for a day? Like I will gladly just take on your place. You can stay in my house, just like the movie, the holiday. We yes. can just like switch trade places. I would love to wake up and then say one day, oh, I don't want to look at friends. Let me just go and look in Switzerland just to see what they're up to. <laughs> yeah, I can so see fun. them skiing on the little, we have a little bunny slope over there and it's cool. It's where do you live? May I, I might trade. I, I'm i in Virginia. I'm in uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia. It's a yeah. beautiful town. It's, it's super... 
I don't know how to say it. It has that German vibe, um, the mm. downtown, like mm -hmm. the architecture. Um, there are tons of um, restaurants that have that German niche. Uh, so mm. you would definitely enjoy it here. Um, and even if not, I mean, if you just want to go to DC, you can definitely travel from here. There, it's like an hour away from Washington mm -hmm. DC. And you can see I'm born the in. I'm from North Carolina. I'm born and raised in Raleigh. Yeah. Oh my so God. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. So you know what I'm talking about. That's awesome. So, well, first of all, how you ended up in Germany? Um, I always, you know what? Just guess because everybody gets it right. Uh, military bread. Oh no. Uh, no? Love, love, <gasps> love and pollution. Love and yeah. pollution. <laughs> Love and pollution. <laughs> I'm from, so I'm born and raised in Raleigh, but mm -hmm. I adulted in Los Angeles and lived there for 13 years okay. and like was obsessed with it and in love with it. And then we had COVID and I was like, oh, like we had the lockdown and suddenly the air was clear and there was no traffic. And I was like, this is heaven. And then it started to reopen. And I was like, uh-uh, I'm out of here. And so then I left. And I was like driving through the country, waiting for somewhere to call to me. You know, I'm from Raleigh and everybody's like, Raleigh's the best place to live. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Where, what do I want to do? Nothing. And then my sister who lives in Munich and, mm -hmm. and she was like, you should come to France or Germany. And I did university. I did a year in France. And so I was like, I could do Paris. And then I had met a guy at her wedding her wedding in Germany. I'd met a guy and we had been talking. And so I'm it was like, notes. I'm taking notes. I, I need to go visit <laughs> you go to a wedding because for sure, I'm going to meet the love of my life in that wedding in Germany. In Germany well, I wish way. I wish I could say he was the love of my life. He turned out to be part of my journey, but not the oh end. God. I'm, well, I'll take that back. I'll take that back. But you can definitely have some chances if you go visit Germany and going to a wedding, definitely the right yes. setting, right? I think for the love. right wedding. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. there is love in the air here. So, so that was it. It's like it. It was like uh, my sister is like one of my favorite people on the planet. So it was like I'll be close to her. We'll give our relationship a chance, and I am just ready for something new. And it was going to be a, a ninety day trial, and then I just fell in love and decided to stay like fell in love with germany mm -hmm. and decided to stay oh and that's, that's awesome story. well yeah. i'm gonna take an advantage here and say hello to my audience from hesse hesse yeah hesse you see I, I keep i'm sorry you guys i know you love me i know you follow me and listen to me and i probably have butchered your town's name like so many times but i just want to say hello and thank you for supporting me and uh now since i'm i guess i'm going to be creating some um audience from what's your name Freiburg. Freiburg. so hello and welcome <laughs> um but i mean Speaking the German language also is a no easy task. How you took on that? Mm. How was how how do you adapt it to that transformation? Because that we're definitely talking about a huge transformation here. Yeah. Uh, first thing is that it's my fourth language, so that helps because you've got shelves to put it. You like you know all the 
you, you're used to the languages having different things that mm-hmm. they need, and so you kind of expect it. Yeah. You know, it's not like when you learn your first language, you're like, what? Another? <laughs> no, no, it's too much. You know, you're used to it. You expect it. So you're, so that helped a lot. Consistency. So I found a great free program and just showed up each day and never speaking English in, on the street. So just constantly, and they'll hear my English accent, and so they'll say, they'll start to speak in English with me, and I'll say, no, 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 auf Deutsch bitte, ich will das übieren. Um, I want to practice. And and, they, and you know what, they appreciate that, because they see how you're trying to immerse into the culture, and they respect you more for, for doing it that way. I'm bilingual, and I also took French in college. Um, I have lost most of my French, because I don't have anybody to, you know, talk to in French. Right. Um, right. I still understand some, but um, definitely immersion, immersing yourself in a language and the culture helps so much to, you know, ad- adapt yourself to the area and also um, be becoming more fluent, which is amazing. Um, and then how is that your business sprout from the whole thing? Like now let's get into business. Yeah. Um... It's really amazing because I believe that I could not have been able to receive the blessing that is this work Mm -hmm. if I wasn't here. But the people who I'm most moved to serve are actually Americans. So it's like, it's an interesting uh, bridge that I live on. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happened is that I had been doing, uh, so I'm a lifetime, as I said in the bio, I'm a lifetime systems hacker. So that means that I'm always confronted with different systems. Like I did it with test prep where I figured out a way to get high scores in the ACT, SAT, GRE, GMAT without using your intellect, without knowledge. I realized this is not a test of knowledge at all. It's actually a test of your ability to follow directions. It's actually mm-hmm. a test of humility. And the way you win is by being dumb. Keep it simple, stupid. Like that's what I taught. I love to do. it. I love how you say it. I love it. I love it because it's so true. It's so true. Sometimes you know the, the way that we come af- across uh, situations, it doesn't require us know what we what we're getting into, but just being humbled. And I love the way that you ex- you know explain it. Yeah, and so that's exactly. So I was sitting across from a student. And so I'm always doing this with systems. I've been doing it since I was in sixth grade, just always solving holistically because I was told through a series of events that I'm not smart. And I believed what I was told. And and so I always had to get around things. And that's how I learned this holistic approach to life. And what happened is that I've been sitting across from a 16 year old and she's cramping and I can see the pain on her face. And I said, you're cramping. And she goes, yeah, but I'm going on birth control soon. And I, I had, I'm the daughter of a doctor. I'm the granddaughter of a doctor. So my dad's, you know, friends from med school, people who my grandpapa mentored were operating on me and helping me. And the best help they could give me was birth control, was removal of the organs. I lost an, I lost an ovary. I was early diagnosed endometriosis. I had debilitating cramps. And by the time I got to the solution, we were about to put me on 
psychiatric meds for my three days of PMS because everything was just getting worse. The, the hysterectomy conversation was on the horizon because my pain was scaring the family. It was scaring little kids to see me, to open the bathroom door and see a grown woman sobbing, curled up in a ball. Mm -hmm. and, and I couldn't control it, you know? Exactly. And so, and so she says, I'm going on birth control. And I'm like, oh my God, like I know that dance. And I said, I wish there was something I could do. And my mouth to God's ears, boom, it landed. Because just like I said a minute ago, keep it simple, stupid. If you look at the systems that we have, we've been trying to override our physiological givens to compete in a world that was made by people who don't have a uterus. And so try as they may, they can't give us the directions for us to thrive. At best, we can, we can manage to survive, but even that, we're not surviving. If you're in menstrual pain, you are overcompensating in a lot of ways. And the toll of the overcompensation, the toll of not enough, the toll of shame, all of those things are stripping your body of its resources and then the body screams louder. If you take, if a baby's crying, mm -hmm. it's going to keep crying until you give it what it wants. And if you keep going shh, 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 and not giving it what it wants, it keeps crying until it can't, until it goes silent. And what happens with the womb is that the womb, in my experience and what my work has shown is that the womb is actually your greatest ally. It is your biggest cheerleader and it is screaming in pain. Like my womb was screaming at me and it was saying, oh my God, I love you so much. And you are not singing the song that you came to this planet to sing. And it, I am not going to let, I am, I'm going to kill myself before I will let you die with that song still in your heart. That is what this work has proven itself to be, is a major wake up call. And that's why it doesn't use uh, substances and hormones and, and special diet and special exercise because when we actually just listen. So basically the work is spiritually. It's, it's, it's more it's, of the spiritual uh, plane or is it more about the psychological plane? It's actually very, very pragmatically driven. So I always work from the givens. And by pragmatism, I mean, keep it so easy. If, if something is shaped like this, it's made to hold something that fits like this. The, the shape is telling you what it form follows function, right? Mm -hmm. So physiologic, so what that means is that we have this holistic being that is made up of four parts, the intuitive, the physical, on our left, the emotional, and on our right, the mental. Those four elements make up a body. And so when you ask me, is it spiritual? Is it psychological? The answer is yes and yes and yes and yes. It is all four of them. And what I did is I looked at what our body is asking for in each phase. And I didn't just go topically and say, oh, cycle syncing, like you should do this workout in this phase. No, I went into how you're thinking, what you're thinking about, how you're nourishing yourself intellectually, physically, intuitively, emotionally. Um, what red flags are coming up? 
um, I looked at, you know, and then when you start to rearrange your life based on these four bodies, then it cues the right hormones to fire the right amount at the right time. And it cues the right cravings for the right food. And it cues the right exercises. You are, see, we are Basically, beers. the body just, because you're listening, the body then just reacts and tells you what it needs and just, you just follow. Yes. Because you see the greatest, the greatest, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think it's a trick. I don't think it was meant to happen malevolently, but you see, we were born with a map called our uterus and mm -hmm. see, they weren't. And so see the masculine energy, that physiological being, they are informed from the outside. They are, their strongest features sense is eyes and ears. Their strongest masculine is mental, it's rational. The feminine side is heart driven. We feel, we dwell in the dark. So our other senses are very, very powerful. And it is that marriage of the rational and this other way that make us whole in ourselves with, when we marry both sides and whole as two different beings for the uplift of the world, for the uplift of whatever we are interacting with. And so we actually have all the information we need coming through like this way. And then when we're in priestess phase, which is when we're menstruating, mm -hmm. our body is super, super low energy because then we can receive without blocking with our mental of that's impossible, can't do that. No, we can just get these downloads and just solve these like these problems that we thought were unsolvable. No, they're not. It's Everything all right has here. an answer. Everything has Everything. a solution. Yes, yes. And so that's how, so that's why it, it works. That's why I have, you know, something to offer is because I can get so, so, so specific down to like what book you should read, but ultimately I'm in each phase, but ultimately I give you a baseline. Once you get to the balance, then you start to thrive. And then some people jump off at that point, which is mm -hmm. totally fine. They're like, I'm balanced. I'm pain free. But, I'm I, mess -free. but you know what? I think that's normal because, um, some people think, oh, you know, I just achieved what I came here to do. And they just don't, and they stop right there. They don't go through the whole transformation because transformation means that they need to change, that they need to be uncomfortable doing some other stuff and growing because that transformation is what drives mm. you into the growth, right? So yes. um, how how is it that at least the people that, after ending pain, move into transformation. How is that uh, um, that phase of adaptation into that process of transform or welcoming that that process as as a whole? So here's the good news: um, the way that the the way to get to pain free, it actually requires the transformation, mm -hmm. the holistic shift. To yeah. get to that physical effect, you actually have to do all the shifting in these other parts of the body. So there is a transformation that happens, but that that but next just, leveling that's just that's just that's like just the beginning. Ten percent. Let's say that just ten percent of that hundred percent that you want to achieve in in yes. the whole change. So yes. how people then how or what things have you seen in your clients that 
they they have helped them then not stopping at a 10% and then just going for the whole whole enchiladas if we want to, you know. I really want enchilada now. Mm, I'm sorry. I love Mexican food so much. Um, I really do. Um, (laughs) Me too. So it is, so the game changer is the willingness to stand in that stillness of nothing to stand in that nothingness when the momentum completely stops of your old way of being you're no longer getting the wins your period is shifted and being in that stillness and then what happens is you start to build this momentum in the other direction of positive things and most of us will will that's when we'll jump off and we'll cut off but if we keep going we have the room and the space to embrace and receive very, very massive things. Like, like, uh, what's an example? Um, yes, I had a client who had wanted to make this ask at one of her, um, for, with this produce, she wanted to place her stuff in a store. And she had done all of this work to set up the conversation and she could not bring herself to make, to have the conversation. And she, you know, had these scripts running and, you know, she's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to say it, I'm going to do it, you know, and then she would back down and all this stuff. And when we did this work, so, so our period work got her to the place where she was even willing to abro- approach this person, wow. you know, so there's your zero. And then the 10%, 20%, 30% is that I said, it'll happen when it's going to happen. And you just show up is when the moment off, when the door opens, there's going to be something that's going to happen because we also learn to co-create with our whole selves. It's really easy for the universe to, to partner with us when we're in our whole being, in our wholeness, instead of just trying to learn everything in these two directions. I mean, in this mental direction. And the opportunity presented itself and just the right words spilled out of her mouth. Just the right things. It was like this state of, she described it as a state of, of, um, being out of her body because it just all happened so easily. And I think that's the biggest difference is that we will realize we have been groomed that life is a, is a, is really hard and we have to power through it because we're trying to operate on their, in in their way and we're not equipped, but the more we do it our way, that's where that up leveling and that's where it's, it's so painfully easy. I mean, I was crying earlier today because I was having a meeting with um, with a uh, with one of my people who's working with me for my company, and I was sobbing because it was so beautiful what she was talking about and how big what she was talking about was, and that it wasn't that it was happening. That I could, I actually had a conflict of myself because I couldn't believe it was happening. Without oh, wow. me uh-huh. going, <laughs> fighting without fighting, yes, fighting, dragging, trudging. Yeah, I love those moments when, when, when you, when we finally accept ourselves as we are, and we can like let bring those guards and those walls down, and then just let everything go as it's supposed to, and we do not fight or try to impose because sometimes um when we do that we actually blocking blocking the process 
you know? Yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, placing a huge obstacle between what we want to achieve. And I love when that happens. And, and that's what you need to get used to. Mm -hmm. That's actually how we're meant to live. That's us, you know. And hey, there is work. But the quality of the work, because we're so impactful, then the, the, the quality of the work is high and the effort is low. But we do have to show up. Yes. So now tell us what is fierce gentleness? Okay, so fierce gentleness came to me many, many, many years ago, way before I had this um, this uh, approach, this developed this framework. And it's something that I've always been intrigued by. And what fierce gentleness means is that I'm, I'm willing to love you enough to give you the dignity of your own path. I'm willing to love you enough to, and love myself enough to give myself the space and room to be comfortable. And if I'm not comfortable to speak from that place of I'm not comfortable, but rather than, and this, this directly feeds into why I named the framework Fierce Gentleness, rather than me being an activist for my space and my boundaries and all of that, because that's actually not in, that's not what we are predisposed to do. Oh, please say it. Please say it, because I've been listening to this phrase since January. Go ahead. Stop oh. being an activist and then I, I don't what? You just say I, it. <laughs> no, I, I don't know what the phrase is. I, no, I didn't what know. I'm, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell oh, you. Oh, okay. I would say on. I would say it's an opportunity to stop being an activist and instead to just to just be in my wholeness. And then I don't who who I be is my boundary instead of having to tell you and direct traffic about how you're supposed to treat me. That's that's what fierce gentleness well, is. I'm just gonna tell you, I've been listening to this phrase all year long since January started, and it has stuck with me to the point that um this year all all that I'm doing is stop being an activist. I'm not I'm not being active on anything i'm being an actionist i'm taking action mm. of the things that i need to do to grow and transform and help others to do the same um so yes. when you said i'm gonna stop being an activist i was like yes i'm gonna hear it again oh. <laughs> but i love it because sometimes you know just like just letting yourself be is uh, is, is part of taking action it's, yes it's, it's part of allowing you to to move forward yeah be is an action be is a verb and a verb is what you do and we learn be it is the first verb we learn in any language yes you know and that's not by accident it's not because that verb is easier to teach it's actually always irregular yeah. but it is the most powerful thing it's the most powerful action we can take yes and I so totally fierce agree. gentleness is that willingness and so the, the framework is called fierce gentleness because ultimately at every step of the nine step process you're going to be challenged to be and you're going to practice the gentleness to say the gentleness of you don't have to stab out and but the fierceness of i'm with me you know and i'm gonna let you be with you you're welcome. I think you're wrong. 
you think I'm wrong. That's it. That's it. I don't exactly. care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know what? I love that you say that because I am uh, working on this program and part of, you know, the things that we have to do to work with ourselves is also uh, being not offended, right? Mm. We just like, no, be not offended. Don't, don't, like, don't let things bother you to the point that you all the time are reacting to. Like you just say, it's like being reactive to, you know, everything that is around you because of whatever is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that what you said right there like you know just just be just be my in in my comfort just just be on my space and i you know respecting that people will disagree with you and you know just respecting that they are like okay you know whatever like you said like i don't care what you say it's just like okay you be you right you be you (laughs) well you're you're just entitled to it and most of the time they have a phrase in the rooms one finger points out three point back Mm -hmm. so if you have i remember one time a woman wrote this long thing about how i did something wrong she wrote it on a piece of paper and she said this is for you and i read the first line and i closed it and i said i tapped her back on the shoulder and i said this is for you this is not about me Mm-hmm. You know, you're reacting to me, but you're reacting. These are yours. These are, this is not mine. Exactly. And I'm quick to take responsibility. But see, as women, we're taught to just absorb my fault. I'm sorry. I did everything wrong. I could have been better. Ugh. You know? And this is part of that journey of, oh my gosh, you feel that way? Ugh, how expressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. I love it. Okay. Uh, now let's talk about growth. Like how, how have you, have you seen your clients, I mean, grow in, in, in this program and what has meant all this change in other women's life that you have at trigger through all this, this time. So talk to us about that. Yeah. Well, I would say, of course, I have an inside line on one of my best clients, which is this one right here. Uh, and so my growth has been um, has been actually running a business and not being a freelancer. Like I'm actually running a business now. I actually have I'm earning money and I'm not trading time for money, which is I think that's the distinction between a business owner and a freelancer or an employee. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that my willingness to take what I do and my time seriously because I value it and not because somebody else told me it matters is like a big win for myself. Um, But I would say from my clients, one of my, the thing that came into my head when you said this was one of my clients who's um, dealing with fibroids. um, And what happens with everything is that no matter what what you have, You've been nurturing that pain. You've been nurturing the things that make those growths grow. Mm -hmm. So if we take away its food and we nurture the healing and we nurture the health, then they go away and resorb Mm -hmm. back into the body because they can't live if they're not being fed. And one of the breakthroughs that we had was that my people who have like more graduated diagnoses like PCOS, uh, PMDD, fibroids, or endometriosis, they most 
often benefit with some one-to-one as well. And in the one-to-one work, we discovered that the fibroids were actually connected to some lifetime goals that had to do with with children and with supporting children. And she made some major decisions in her life with like where she wants her money to go, how she's spending her time. And she oriented it completely to being in service to children. And that became part of like her life changed. And the fibroids were in a way symbolically calling out to her about this thing. And we, you know, we uncovered that. And that, I know it sounds like a bit woo woo, but it's, Every, you know, again, your womb is screaming, I want to be heard. I got to make sure that you die with your gift in the world, not in you. And I do think that that was one of the examples where she's not living the life that, and, and she doesn't have the goals that she had when we first started. So that Total would transformation be, and growth. I love it. I love the yeah. story. Thank you so much for sharing. Now you have a program that you're going to be launching soon. Um, yeah. Let the audience know what we what we can expect. What's coming? Yeah. Soon. Yeah. This is wild. I have no more. I have two at this point. Two spots left for one to one for my intensive one to one programs. So I have to switch to groups and. And so I am doing that. So I'm doing a, um, I'm going to do it in increments of three months. And the first group is going to start in a few weeks. And so I'm taking waiting list um, uh, applicants. But it's where we work through the online course. Mm-hmm. And we meet each day. You don't have to meet each day, but I'm going to be there. And we talk and we we process what's going on and we go on this journey together and to join you go to that email hello at sparrowcq.com and uh, let me know that you want to be added to the waiting list and when we choose our start date then I will um, inform the list and we'll get started. So that's fantastic. So you guys, you want to jump into this group and um, get into her program. There's the email address for you to get into the waiting list, which is hello at sparrowcq.com. Make sure that um, you go and send your email and save your spot. Um, People, where can people find you? The easiest way is on Instagram at my handle is at Sparrow Thrive. Yes, yes, yes. Um, YouTube, same. I'm most active on Instagram and that's where you'll get your questions answered. I do IG lives about once a week um, with somebody and then sporadically whenever. So if you have questions, you send them and then I will jump on and answer them. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And then Facebook. Uh, they can connect to your group, right? Yes, yes. Um, my group is uh, pretty active. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. It's more of one direction. So there are check-ins, inform- you know, bits of information about how to um, how to thrive and how to shift into pain-free, PMS-free periods with little. You know, if you're not ready for the mm-hmm. big Kahuna, then I give yeah. little tips. That's, that's, I love it. And then LinkedIn, they can find you as Christine Killis. Quickless. 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 Yes. Yes. I got it. I got it 35 minutes later, but I got it. (laughs) 
all you have to do is just say it. Like it's not a fancy word, exactly. but it's, it's, it looks fancier than it is. And that's, that's exactly what my process is. Exactly. You know? It's quickless. Painless. Yeah. Painless. Painless, easy, effortless, fun. Quickless, awesome. like saying the word. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm going to, uh, you guys, here's here's again the email for uh, the wait list. Hello at sparrowcq.com. Make sure that you uh, email her, uh, email Christine to be added to the wait list. Thank you, Christine, so much for your time. Uh, I appreciate you. You guys, what can I say? What can I say, you guys? Thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for being with us today in another episode. In the meantime, don't forget to unlock your potential and be fearless. See you on the next one.